one podcast to rule them all. We are the Powerful Nerdcast. Hello, my friends. I am Corey, and joined with me is Christian. And today is a big day to be a fan of manga, because effectively the big three have returned. Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. Yes, that's right, my friends. Today was awesome. Probably one of the best days of manga that I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, I'd like to say, even though I wasn't alongside you uh, while reviewing all three of those today, well, I've never done Bleach with you, but uh, Naruto and One Piece... I was really excited when I woke up this morning, and the first thing I did is check my phone and read One Piece. Also, is one is the uh, one um, manga we read from one manga or one panda? What mm-hmm. is it called? Panda? Manga panda. Manga panda. Anyway, there's like a million other sites that have like similar other. names. But manga panda is borderline unreadable for me because it goes to like pop ups nonstop in between every page. Does that happen to you? Uh, occasionally. I, well, I don't know. Maybe it's worth. That's why it's better to just read and uh, subscribe exclusively to Viz Media and read it off their websites because they're always really clean and accurate. And you don't have to worry about ads ever popping up. That's true. You do have to pay for that, but it's a it's a it's not that uh, expensive, and it's a great way to support the actual industry. But let's walk through them. But um, One Piece, probably One the piece. coolest in my yeah. opinion today. I'd have to say so. In terms of like badassery, there's no way. Like even though Naruto Gaiden's the return of Naruto, Gear Fourth. This is something we've all been waiting to see for the longest yes. time, and it didn't disappoint, and he just destroyed Doflamingo. Yeah, it wasn't even, uh, it was kind of almost one-sided, but uh, I told you this when we were talking before the podcast started, that I still think Doflamingo is not even anywhere near being beaten. This mm-hmm. is like the real start of this fight. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows if Luffy can sustain this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has like a cooldown period where he like turned small or something. Remember when Gear 3rd happened and he would shrink afterwards because mm-hmm. his body had to like chill out after that. And uh, also, but he has been training for two years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's probably okay. You know, like he'd probably just maybe just be really tired after that or something. I think there was a moment, actually, in the chapter where uh, after Luffy was just barraging Doflamingo, Doflamingo actually noticed, he's like, why isn't he becoming normal again? How is he able to sustain this power for so long? So you're right, clearly Luffy has been training a long time to actually make this work, and uh, he's obviously known this for a long time, but this is the Mm -hmm. first opponent that he's had to use it on in the New World, and what better opponent than Doflamingo, who's just getting knocked all over (laughs) Dressrosa. Yeah, and all the attack names are so cool, Mm -hmm. like what were a few of them, Uh, like the Kong Gun? Kong Gun. Just the sound of that sounds awesome. It's, it's basically just a, a bigger version of his elephant gun, but Kong as in King Kong, that makes it awesome. Yes. The one that I thought was the coolest sounding was Rhino Schneider. Just <laughs> That just sounds awesome. That that sounds like, like Rob Schneider's weird African cousin. <laughs> like, I don't know. It does. But I it love does. it, though. I just, I absolutely love the, the look of that attack. I'm glad, too, that they're getting away from, like, jet pistol and stuff. It's mm-hmm. not like... It's not like Gear Fourth Pistol or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. Like they're kind of getting away from that. And kind I, of I like, still wouldn't be surprised though if we don't see like a Gear Fourth version of like Gatling or like you know Jet Gatling, or, something along those lines. Kong Gatling. Kong Gatling. Yeah. I mean, Doflamingo's already been sent like all the way down to the bottom of Dressrosa from the top of the mountain. Like, what would a Jet version of that do? Not to mention, you have to be careful because there's all these friggin' birdcage wires all over the place. Like, so he yeah. can literally send. Actually, that would be a really cool way to defeat Doflamingo's to send him flying right into his own birdcage, like which gets him all him up. tangled up and ripped to pieces. Oh my god, that would be brutal. Yeah, I wonder if Doflamingo can be cut by his own strings. That's mm-hmm. something we've never even like had a thought of. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, we also had some theories like maybe uh, Doflamingo can't use his big abilities like his biggest abilities unless he releases the birdcage mm-hmm. maybe that's like using a lot of his power because we're kind of seeing now like with law he can't use the room for an extended period of time and mm-hmm. that's like the first time we've ever seen someone's uh, devil fruit powers be taxing on them mm-hmm. so maybe that actually is happening to uh, we're starting to see that a lot more in the new world uh, well devil fruit huge. powers that have like more repercussions behind them like the character of princess Mancherry, who Everybody thought that she was going to be the one who was going to end up healing a dying law, but he's actually just fine. She did sort of help, I think, in the process, her and Leo. Um, but still, like, with uh, law and everything. Just... You think, Le- did Leo reattach his arm? Uh, that's that's what it seems like. Uh, it's, they, they mentioned that the Tontata tribe helped them out, and they mentioned before, if you remember in the previous chapter, uh, Leo and Mancherry were looking at each other like, mm, we're going to do this, we're going to help and save the day. And then this one, he's all stitched up. And, you know... One Piece world, you know, just, oh, just yeah, stitch it up. Everything's going to be fine. There's not bones like veins just gonna... and bones and everything like that. <laughs> Tendons, none of that matters, you know. Maybe the cut was just that incredibly clean because of Doflamingo. I yeah. don't know. He did use his, like, heel knife or whatever that was. That mm-hmm. was a very devastating attack. And then uh, let's go on to, uh, so One Piece awesome. Yeah, One Piece, well, well, before we leave One Piece, what okay. did you think overall of, like, the Gear 4th design? 
I think it was different than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was just going to expect a buffer, all-black armament hockey Luffy. Mm-hmm. And that is not what we got. We got some weird, hulkish, you know, looked like he skipped leg day at the gym <laughs> Luffy. And uh, also, the um, the armament hockey sort of, like, spreads across him almost like a Venom symbiont yeah. suit or something. I kind of equated know? it to, like, a fire or something like that. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. The other thing you've also brought up is his eyes having kind of a sage mode look. Mm-hmm. But it gives them sort of a darker, serious. Uh, but it sort also of... uh, it adds kind of like a kabuki feel to it because when you first see him in that transformation, he's got like that kabuki pose. That's very true. Fight very Jiraiya esque. I thought that was really awesome. And uh, you know, we don't really see too much like crazy martial arts from Luffy. Really, he's just all over the place because he can bend and move his body in such crazy ways. But he's also a really good fighter, even mm-hmm. though he doesn't have a style necessarily. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite attack from the chapter? Uh, Kong Gun was probably my favorite, and then mm-hmm. the stomp move was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it the whole chapter. Yeah. The whole thing, besides I mean, the beginning, there was kind of uh, a few wasted pages in the beginning, but they mm-hmm. got to do that. Mm-hmm. Besides that, it was great. I mean, I, I can't choose a final attack. The final one is really growing on me, though, the Cavalry Cannon. I really like that one because of the way he's able to, like, angle it and how he can, like, bounce it off of, like, the walls and stuff. And uh-huh. how it's almost like a slingshot effect. It reminds me of a snake attack he used, um, uh, the Fishman Island arc. Mm-hmm. What was that? He was, like, a stun attack that his arm was, like, do and like this this could be like maybe like a special variant of that. He even mentions like uh, I believe a python like when he's battling and when that happens. So I think yes. that's really awesome. I mean, you know, you're gonna have a badass chapter when it ends with just Luffy decking Doflamingo in the face and isn't know what to <laughs> think. Um, there was one panel though um, that leads me to believe that Doflamingo probably is able to cover his entire body with hockey, and that's because when he actually gets up from that big first attack, you can see that uh, most of his face is completely black, almost as if the hockey is like starting to disappear from his face. Yeah, I, I um, thought either it was like heavy shadows or it was hockey. But mm-hmm. you're right, I think it could have been hockey. Because mm-hmm. we've also seen he can spread hockey to like his clothing. Like mm-hmm. he'll make a shield out of his uh, his uh, boa python, yeah. whatever you call that big poofy flowery thing, yeah. you know. <laughs> he can like cover that with hockey and make a shield out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably pretty obvious that he's probably covering himself with hockey to mm-hmm. fight off the thing. But doesn't really matter you got luffy going all out that's gonna hurt Mm -hmm. and we've already uh heard that both of these guys are suffering from battle damage uh and uh what was it pretty much right before luffy went into gear fourth uh doflamingo was like oh you're obviously slowing down you're not hitting as hard as you used to you Mm -hmm. know and luffy like called him out too he's like shut him up didn't he (laughs) yeah he did (laughs) i just thought one piece was the best chapter uh that i read this week without a doubt in terms of action excitement Mm -hmm. it was the thing that i got really pumped up the most um but there were still some other big things i just want to mention this real quick i know you're not a bleach fan no i'm not Um, but today uh today saw the return of a big major character by the name of Grimjaw jagger jackson that's just really really (laughs) funny that's his name Grimjaw jagger jacks that's his name. Bleach awesome has some name. powerful names. God, they have some crazy names. <laughs> um, and what I love most about Grimjow, he's kind of like the anti-hero of the series. Um, him and Ichigo had a massive battle back during the Aronkar arc, which was basically about five years ago. You know, And their battle was probably one of the best fights of the entire... You mean five years ago, our time. Our time. Yes. Yeah, not so much for them. Um, but the battle between Ichigo and Grimjow is honestly one of my favorite fights of the entire series, in particular the anime version. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking anime porn. It's amazing. Um, but they've been waiting on showing this character for a long time. This is like and... the first Vegeta Goku fight. Like, this is like a big milestone in the series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a really uh, interesting uh, comparison. You know, Grimjow basically is kind of like the Vegeta of the series. You could uh-huh. argue uh, Ishida Oryu or uh, Renji is. But uh, Grimjaw's awesome. One, his design's already cool. He's an Aronkar character, so he has, like, half of his, like, hollow skull on yeah. the side of his jaw, which always looks really awesome. Is that really why he's awesome. called Grimjaw? You know, uh, Grimjaw? It's probably a play on that, I'm yeah, sure it is. Of, like, it I remember seems... when I first saw him, my first thought was, is his, is his name Grimjaw or is it Grimjaw? Because yeah. I thought it was the whole jaw thing. But all Aronkar have at least one piece of their hollow mask stuck somewhere to their face in some mm-hmm. fashion. Um, but he has a slightly new look, but mostly it's just the same old Grimjaw. And, you know, you, you've been listening to my reviews for the last couple yes. of years. As yes. soon as this final arc started, every once in a while I always mention Grimjow, and he never pops up. So it's just amazing to see him show up in this chapter, which seemed like it was going to be another bummer chapter of Bleach. Like, it just opened up a blah, 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 click, 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 Grimjow! Like, I, I literally, like, flipped out. Like, I, I didn't expect that to surprise me as much as it did. Um, but it really sold me, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that character. But uh, I know you're not a big Bleach fan. I just wanted to mention that because we're talking about the big three. But uh, the other big thing today was Naruto Gaiden, the seventh Hokage in the Scarlet Spring Month, 
the brand new Naruto spinoff series. Finally getting development with the new characters. I feel Finally. like that's what we were waiting for. And that's mm -hmm. what this chapter delivered really well. And mm -hmm. it wasn't so much seeing their powers. It's more so their personality mm -hmm. and not seeing them next to their parents to yes. explain who their parents are. Mm -hmm. That's why the first kind of thing had to do at the end of the Naruto series. It had to explain who had kids with who. Mm -hmm. And they did that. There's still a little mystery, though, behind some of it. So the silver kid, mm -hmm. the silver-haired kid, which everybody has their theories. I didn't even think about this, but this would be awesome. What if uh -huh. that's Kakashi's son? Okay, yeah, because I mean he's got kind of like that gray, silverish kind of white hair. Okay, that could possibly yeah. be his son, but who's the mother? Like the, the possibilities really are endless. She, he's a ninja. She doesn't yeah. even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah uh, the other characters they showed off this week basically just uh, you know focused on Saruto Uchiha. Yes. Which is, uh, I think, was the most interesting thing about this chapter. And, uh, you know, obviously the fan base is still sort of like fuming and exploding over the events which happened today. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Kishimoto might be trolling all of us, um, and this may or may <laughs> not be true. Um, he's hinting at the fact that there's a possibility that Sarada Uchiha is actually the daughter of Sasuke and Karin. Karin? I always called her Karen for some reason. You know, I, I started calling her Karin because I get a lot of crap from our you fan do. base about pronunciation. Yeah. And uh, I try make a whole and, podcast. And you know on what? I, I take a lot of crap from that, but I also try to improve on that as much as I can. Um, the minute uh, people didn't like the fact that I was pronouncing uh, Karin's name uh, wrong, I immediately looked at some of the DVDs. I heard it in English, I heard it in Japanese. And my consensus is that it's Karin or Karin or Karin. All I know is that's what I'm getting from it, but I'm going to start just saying Karin because that's just the way it is. So it also makes sense if she is the mother. Yes. Because one, she actually spent a lot more time with Sasuke mm -hmm. than uh, Sakura did. In many senses, yes. Yes. Um, obviously, a lot of that development we didn't get to see. She um, also got killed by Sasuke. <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, Sasuke did penetrate Karin. Yes, so he could have impregnated her with his uh, Akatsuki cloak. <laughs> you know, maybe there was some semen on the end of that fire sword. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the point is that it's not too far off to actually, like, believe that something could be happening there. Mm -hmm. So, um, and also it makes sense. Uh, but we haven't seen any of her powers. Mm -mm. Big giveaway in that direction. Mm -hmm. One She's obviously smart, but that's because she's Sasuke's daughter. Mm -hmm. You but, could argue uh, she's also smart because of Sakura as well, because she was a very studious ninja. But, I mean, Sasuke yeah, was like a genius. He's like street smart, mm -hmm. you know, and she's more like book smart. It's mm -hmm. different. True, true. So um, it, that, that's something interesting. And also, but we don't know if she's a sensor type, even mm -hmm. though, you know, um, not Itachi. The eyes kind of give you sensor abilities, too. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a double sensor. We don't even really know if she has Sharingan eyes yet, though. I mean, she's got black eyes. It's going mean, to happen. I mean, there's no guarantee that she'll get Sharingan eye. I mean, there is a possibility. But what's the guarantee most likely it's going to happen? Yeah, like a 99 Yeah, yeah, sense. okay. It so, could probably happen. And then we don't know um, if... Uh, actually, think about it. Isn't... Um, she has that the abilities that Naruto has. Or she's from the same clan. Remember? Who, Karin? Yeah, Karin. Yeah, yeah. So isn't it kind of interesting that you're kind of getting the best of both worlds if they actually did have a kid? Yeah, it, it's it's really strange, too. It's just, the, yeah. the, reason it's, the reason it just feels wrong and weird, because it really just feels like Sakura is getting the short end of the stick. And they're doing a really good job of, like, not giving us the answers. Like, Sakura's not saying anything. She's just getting angry and punching things. She looks really shocked when Sakura is actually bringing these things up, which is, of course, bringing a little doubt in my mind that Sakura may not be the mother after all, which... Just... I really don't think that's the case, though. I really think this is just uh, Kishimoto sort of messing with the fan base a little bit and having a little bit of fun. Because as and soon he needed, as the... he needed a cliffhanger for this episode. He really and did. And he didn't want to introduce a villain yet. Mm -hmm. so... It's too early to get into any sort of like hardcore action, if the series is even going to have that. Um, it, this is, like you said, people are going to read next week because they want to know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Especially because the chapter does end with, uh, I believe, Sasuke returning. Just out of nowhere. Just him in the final panel. Hey, what's up, guys? Me, Sasuke. <laughs> you know, so I can't wait to see what they're going to do with him. Uh, but really, the rest of the chapter is just demonstrating that Sarada has a very strained relationship with her father. Which is to say, she doesn't really have a relationship at all with him. Because he's basically been gone the whole time. And the whole chapter is just her seeing all of her other fellow classmates interact with their fathers. Which is, of course putting her in a bad mood um something i thought was funny was that Sai's son has the same abilities as him but he's a much crappier drawer yeah so, uh, <laughs> he even calls him out he's like your style's so old dad yeah yeah <laughs> he has like this goofy new style that is true size like his like paintings look like those old school like big calligraphy yeah like paintings that you always see in like japanese restaurants and stuff and then you see his son and he's like drawing memes like dick butt 
It's like coming out, you know. <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, Dad, get with the times." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there was a uh, a small scene, of course, with Shikamaro and his son Shikadai. Yeah. Uh, basically, his son is just like Shikamaro in every way. He's lazy. He doesn't want to do anything. No. Um, then, of course, you have Choji and his daughter Chocho. Uh, Choji's just funny just because he's goofy as hell. Just yep. for some odd reason, they thought it was really weird him just walking around town eating potato chips. I don't know. That's it's just Choji. That's just Choji. That's just what he does. I don't know. It's just kids being embarrassed by their parents. Yes. And then, of course, you have Boruto and Naruto, who Which seem to be had, having I, a little bit of a battle. Well, that actually, it also shows that uh, uh, they're actually, they have a much better relationship than we thought. And it's not like the clones show up just to discipline them and leave. It's actually like they're part of the, yeah. they're actually fun. It's like you a know? training session almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that Bolt has a lot of energy and his mm-hmm. son and his dad, you know, is there to back him up and help him, you know, train and kind of channel that in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you said was it seems like a much more peaceful world. Mm-hmm. And it also seems like everyone is much more trained than they used to be. Like, I don't think every it seems like everyone has way more, at least Bolt anyway, mm-hmm. has way more abilities and is way more developed than Naruto was at that age. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Like, maybe they're all at peace times, but because that generation, all the parents have gone through so much, they know to keep their kids trained just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. But also, the parents are so powerful. It's not like someone could come around and kill the parents. Because if someone existed, that was anything so power- is possible. Of and course, the only reason I like- say that is because of the last Naruto movie, the last. You know, you had that character Toneri Otsutsuki, who is uh, you know the uh, ancestor of Hamura, who's also the ancestor of Kaguya. Um, I mean, these villains can really pop out from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy came out of nowhere, and he's basically on the same level of moderate strength. I mean, I know we haven't really sat down and watched the last yet, but I have <laughs> seen a lot of scenes of the battles. <laughs> I mean, their battle in space is freaking ridiculous. So I'm sure it is. Really, any villain could return at any moment. I still would like to see the return of Orochimaru, but honestly, I'd still also like to see something brand spanking new. I want to see someone new, too. And, uh, you know, it's just funny because reading that manga this morning, it just felt like the way it used to be. I know. That's like, what, that was what the was crazy like, thing yeah, was. Yeah, keep this going. You, you know, know, I really thought that it was just going to be, like, so different and so outlandish that it really wasn't going to. But, like, wow. It was just like, wow. This is just the next chapter of Naruto. And it made me feel really good, and I got really excited about it. it made me feel like it hadn't been gone. I know. Yeah. yeah that's that, an accomplishment right there. Yeah, that means And, the, uh, you know, it style. is being done by uh, Kishimoto. You know, he's drawing and he's writing it, so it definitely has his style all over it. I really think this uh, whole part three miniseries is actually like a lead up to the uh, the brand new Boruto movie, mm-hmm. um, which means we might see just, you know, maybe not more Naruto manga in the future, but maybe a lot more anime, which, you know, as, as long as Kishimoto is involved, I'm all for it, as long as they can make it fun and interesting. No, I think that uh, it's it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I have no doubts that it's going to feel like the old series. They just got to give us some time to get to know these new characters mm-hmm. and keep the old characters around. You know, don't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I don't want them killing off everyone's parents. That'd be but, uh, fucked up. But uh, the coolest thing, you know, aside from Gaiden returning, um, is just the reaction from the fan base because mm-hmm. even just seeing all our new characters and everything is fun and everything. Lots of funny moments. The thing that most people seem to care about, of course, is those final pages where they uh, hint at the fact that Karin could be the mother of Sarada. And I'm not upset about it. I actually found myself laughing about it quite a bit because it's just like, God, Sakura can never catch a freaking break with the fan base. No. no matter what, whether it be the manga version or the anime version where they constantly show the same old backstory with that character. It's just such a disappointment. And I've said it before, Sakura deserves a lot more. Um, so, uh, hopefully they'll do something more with her and, uh, I'm just, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what they're doing with this show. That's really it. Just the hype is real. Whoa, Corey. Sorry. I just had to bring this up. Okay. Do you see the, uh, new death battle that was just released two weeks ago? No. Who is it? It's guts versus nightmare. Oh, like <laughs> nightmare from soul Calibur. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to say guts. Uh, and, guts the only has... reason I'm going to say guts is because he has slayed so many demons and, uh, nightmare himself basically is a demon. Yeah, and got, if he has the uh, armor, he wins for sure. Mm-hmm. That's there's... oh, that, oh my god, nightmare in his big badass armor fighting against the berserker armor. Yeah, that man. is a metal image in heaven. I, I can't want that, believe like... they actually did that. That's really cool. That shows you how popular berserk is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was going to also check on our review right now of uh, Ninja Slayer, which you mm-hmm. did earlier. <laughs> And yeah. that show still, I don't want to say, maybe I should say impress me. Here's the word I like. It entertains me. Mm-hmm. I actually really like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope everyone gives it a chance because Ninja Slayer is really good. Mm-hmm. And it has, uh, it's it just so self-aware it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the shitty anime style. <laughs> it's like they'll give you great animation building up to it. 
and then as soon as the actual final attack is about to happen, it goes like, uh, and then like blood squirts out. Yeah. And that's like it. There are, there are a few times they don't do that, but for the most part, they really just sort of like play with your emotions a little bit. It's, it's real easy to watch Ninja Slayer once and just completely write it off as just a cheap anime series with no budget. But I mean, it's, it's an original net animation. It's done with almost no budget whatsoever. The fact that they're able to put those animated scenes in at all shocks me. Because they look really awesome whenever that stuff happens. And the show's just gorgeous to look at, if anything. Like, it's got one of the best color schemes that I've ever seen from an anime. Just every, just the backgrounds of the cities look amazing. And I love the design of Ninja Slayer. I've said it before, I just love it. It has um, a very unique... Uh, it's kind of surreal, though, to a point that, like, I really hope you're okay with it. You know, because if mm-hmm. that put, turns you off, you won't like the show. No. Because the art style is kind of really, really intense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also see that our uh, your reaction has almost gotten ten thousand views on uh, your Star Wars trailer. Yeah, trailer two. The Force. Yeah, the Force is strong, man. (laughs) The last week has been so Star Wars centric for me. So coming to this week and having all this like epic manga stuff was kind of refreshing. But I'm still just as excited for Star Wars as I was before, even more so because uh, at the end of the weekend, they showed off the uh, brand new trailer for the spinoff series, Mm -hmm. which is going to be called Star Wars Rogue One Anthology. There's going to be a brand new anthology Star Wars series, and uh, this movie is going to take place in between episodes three and four, and it's going to be all about this rebel group which are trying to steal the plans for the Death Star. And the actual trailer for it is really simple. Um, I'm guessing maybe this is the planet Endor. It's some sort of, like, big forest planet. And you can see there's these TIE fighters uh, flying over it. And while this is happening, you get this uh, narration from the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's uh, saying one of his famous lines from Episode Four about how the Jedi used to be the protectors in the galaxy. And then the Empire came in. And then the final shot of the trailer, they pan upwards. And uh, they show you, like, this big forest planet. And in the distance, just looming, like, past the clouds is the massive image of the death star being built and then it just ends right there and it just looks so awesome it seems like it's going to be more gritty more realistic and they stress this isn't going to be like your typical star wars movie you're not going to see uh, a lot of super powerful jedi killing each other you're going to see real wars this is going to bring real meaning to star wars and uh it looks really great and uh, there's the possibility that we can see some other characters from the franchise show up i am praying if they are ever going to try and do something again with Boba Fett, this is the opportunity to do it. Because if they do these movies that are technically prequels that took place during different times, they can insert these characters and do whatever they want with them. And Boba Fett needs to come back. If Disney is smart, and they're smart, you guys are smart, y'all market the shit out of everything. We're still hearing about Frozen. You're going to sell some Boba oh, Fett man. shit. Yeah, you might will. as well make one of those anthology movies. Star Wars. Boba Fett's badass anthology. That might as well be the whole movie right there. You will sell so many motherfucking tickets. Oh my god, that would be amazing. I think they already released uh, a thing saying he survived from the pit. They mentioned, you know, it's really up to the interpretation of the writer, but let's face it, Boba Fett ain't dead. He's no. coming back. He's yeah. Boba freaking Fett. He's coming back. He's the man, He's coming son. back. But yeah, uh, that was really exciting. They showed off the uh, the first trailer for Star Wars Battlefront, which was no gameplay. It was all CG, but it looked really nice. I thought that said all in-game engine. Eh, I mean, it's using the in-game engine, but I don't think it's gameplay. <laughs> no, it's not gameplay. You know, there's no way that's gameplay. Um, but it looks really cool. It definitely seems Falling like they're... Uh, for that too many times. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so many times. Mm-hmm. They're but, like, look uh, at this epic trailer that has a pace that's nothing like the game. Yeah, that happens all the time. Uh, it also reminds me of this, like, uh, watching that trailer, or the hype of it. There was this one ninja game I watched where it was so cool. I remember watching the trailer on X-Play. I think that was it. And I thought it was so cool. And then I actually played the game. I was like, this trailer lied to me. That was so much bullshit. I forget the name of the game. Look Uh, for the fine print at the bottom of those trailers because, you know, you really can't believe any of that. But if that's the way it's actually going to look, I'm excited, you know. I especially love the fact that it's uh, taking a lot of inspiration from the older movies. And Mm -hmm. they said they're they're already announcing, the game ain't even out yet, they're already announcing DLC for it. One of the DLCs is going to be the Battle of Jakku. Jakku is the brand new planet which was shown in the teaser trailer for The Force Awakens, which is that desert planet that everybody thought and myself was uh, Tatooine. It's a brand new planet. Is the uh, DLC to make the game playable? You know, uh, <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. It's a shame that we live in that age, man. Yeah, I know. with all these fucking pack. You know, we were 
kids today are never going to know what it was like for us when we got video games because we just popped them into the system and hit the power button and we started playing. Now you got to put your game in the system, turn on the system, log on, do an update, wait for the game to load up, then you can start playing the game. You have to do like a pre-install the very first time you play a I game. I know. I That's not even the update. That. That's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's an update. Sometimes there's a pre-install. Sometimes there's both. I mean, it got to a point where on my PS3, I turned off like my automatic update. I was like, I'm sick of it. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I never play. I just want to play a fucking game or watch a movie. That's all I want to no, do. No, I know. It, it, it'll get to the point where like I'll get excited about playing a game. And if I haven't played it for like two months and then I'll go downstairs and turn on my PS4 and it'll be like new update or else you can't play. Or if I get a brand new game, I will have to put aside 45 minutes before I can actually mm. play it. And, that and, is and when insane. you don't know, and when you don't know that's coming and you're getting ready to, all right, long day, finally I get to chill and play. Again. Ah, crap. <laughs> like that pisses you off so much. And this is something that didn't happen back in the day, but it's just another one of those uh, modern conveniences you know, do you remember what started DLC? Hmm. Horse armor from Elder Scrolls. Was that really what that started? That was one it? of the very first DLCs. You can get glass green horse armor. Freaking nerds paying for <laughs> your horse armor? This is all your fault. If it wasn't for you guys, Jason would have already been in Mortal Kombat X and I wouldn't have had to pay for him. That's ridiculous. Jeez. So we also had some other trailers. Let's get on to that. Mm. Uh, the new Jurassic Park trailer. The mm. official uh, release trailer is out. Yeah. Global release trailer. They revealed so much more in that trailer. They kind of gave away some things. Yeah. Uh, one, it looks like the dinosaurs are going to... It looks like the uh, Dominus Rex is going to be able to communicate with the other dinosaurs and they all sort mm. of look like they're teaming up or something. Ago something ago. like that. A lot of people are trying to come up with theories as that's to a what theory the, that's uh, not not for sure mm-hmm. and then you also see uh you know that they break the bird cage for the you know the pterodactyls and that's how they get out mm-hmm. or like a helicopter goes down and hits the bird cage you know that's holding it not the one that doflamingo's using it's a different <laughs> bird cage <laughs> yeah. and uh then they all escape and that's when they attack the people mm-hmm. and i guess they couldn't program out aggressiveness out of them so that's why they were caged i don't really it's, get it's, it it's weird yeah like that's the thing about this movie that's confusing me the most um about the other dinosaurs because they made it almost seem like they were going to be a little more docile uh-huh. and then you have this indominus rex who just comes in who supposedly can communicate with them and that's because he's like a hybrid of multiple dinosaurs he has i think a little bit of uh velociraptor dna in him which leads me to believe there's probably going to be a one hell of a battle scene between the Indominus Rex and the Velociraptor team, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be great. But uh, there's a lot of things in the trailer that are really hard to miss. Did you catch that quick glimpse of the T-Rex? No. You didn't even see Missed it? that. Oh, Damn. okay. All right. Well, there's this one scene at the very beginning of the trailer okay. where they uh, show everybody at the park. And there's this big, like, uh, log, which is like this tunnel. The outside of it looks like a big wooden log. And uh, outside, you can see, chained up, is a goat. And as soon as they cut to the crowd, you can see the top half of the head you're looking for right now, aren't yeah, you? Of course you can I am. see the top yes. part of the uh, the T Rex's head as he's getting ready to dip down and eat the goat. But they don't show you all of it. But if you freeze frame it and look at it a few times, it is very clearly a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you can even hear its uh, signature grunts and noises. That oh, they it's used. like it's guttural, like I don't yeah. know how you make it. It's those hard noises. to you know the way they did the coolest roar noises I think I've ever heard, and I think they used a lot of elephant noises to make that happen. Um, but it's real, it's real easy to miss. Like, that was one of those things, like, I, I didn't even notice it until I saw the trailer for, like, the third time. I was like, that's the fucking T-Rex. They're showing the T-Rex right there. Yeah. And uh, it's a really great tease. Because, I don't see this goat thing. Where are you talking about it? Um, oh, there's the goat. Okay. You yeah. see him? Yeah. Yep. Oh, there he is. Yep. Yeah, right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I saw <laughs> Yeah, it. I it's saw really it. awesome. Yeah. Um, I got really pumped up when I just saw that they're actually acknowledging the fact that the Rex exists. But I think they're going to be saving that for uh, a bigger finale in the movie. My theory is they're going to have no choice left but to unleash the T-Rex to try and kill the Indominus Rex. Or maybe it's going to escape and they're going to have some sort of showdown. I hope it doesn't go the route of Jurassic Park 3, though. Well, you know, as, as the cool, Indominus Rex is supposed to be more badass than no, the T-Rex. And don't get me wrong. I, I like the Indominus Rex, like... 50 times more than the spine. I think they straight up show it in this trailer too. Don't oh, they? Yeah. They, there's a few shots. They, they kind of hide it a little bit, but the first real shot you get of that on Dominus is when you see the, uh, the helicopter going into the bird cage and it crashes and it falls behind. down and then you see it running. Yeah. That's and then it. You get a, a few more uh, shots. You can freeze frame a few. There's a scene where the kids are being attacked. And at first it almost seems like the Indominus is the one doing all the attacking. Um, there's actually these two Ankylosauruses, which are those ones that have the armor on their backs and the club tails. Yep. Uh, they're actually attacking that at the same time. And if you freeze frame that as well, you can see there's two Ankylosaurus 
chasing them, and right behind them is the Indominus Rex. So there's going to be, like, I don't know if they're working together, if the Indominus is hunting all of them at the same time, just trying to cause chaos, because that's what the Indominus does, you know? He basically is just killing for sport, or at least... A, he kills whatever to, he uh, runs into. According to Star-Lord, that's what he's doing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, still, uh, it's definitely the best trailer. Um, Here's the thing. I don't understand why the people can't kill it, because you see in the trailer, they all have these big guns that are and probably... Just, yeah, like automatic shotguns... <laughs> Why can't you kill it with that? Because it's a big we're, movie. Because it's a big movie mutant dinosaur. That's we're people. Why. We, mm-hmm. we got rocket launchers. We win. Okay, I don't care. You know, dinosaurs didn't. I mean, invent- <laughs> a rocket launcher to the face of an Indominus Rex would kill it. Yes, no doubt. We invented shoes. They didn't. We win. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we we're just a better species. So, and we have rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. I don't care if a T Rex walked right down the street right now and ate one person. The army would be here and kill it in five seconds. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. And you think they've got the better guns because they are surrounded by dinosaurs. But I won't kill the magic. Mm-hmm. I won't kill the magic. Now, there are a few other uh, little things in the trailer that I think are interesting. There is a character in the trailer who is actually a character from the original Jurassic Park who is going to be returning. And uh, his character is Dr. Henry Wu. He was actually the uh, guy, if you remember in the first movie, who was present during the raptor birthing scene. Oh, I think I saw um, him in the he trailer. He is going to be returning in this one as a brand new uh, engineer for Jurassic World. And uh, for those uh, Jurassic oh, Park geeks who yeah. uh, who read the book, I believe he had a much more important uh, role in that, and I think he was even killed in that book originally. But they're deciding he, got, he to... caught the last boat off the island mm-hmm. yeah. in the movie version. Yeah. Um, so they're deciding to bring him back. I think that's a nice element to sort of you know bring in another old character while not necessarily having to you know shoehorn in say uh, Jeff Goldblum or Sam Neill or anything. Thank like God, that. no, no. You no, know, as much as I be... like those guys, let's try to keep this as fresh as possible, and that's really the feeling I'm getting from it. Um, the one thing, though, that still kind of confounds me, you know, the fact that maybe the dinosaurs are working together and communicating, there's still that one scene at the very end of the trailer with the big aquatic dinosaur, which is eating the pterodactyl, which, yes. God, I wish they didn't show that in the trailer, because that, that would have been a scene, like, in the theaters, you'd have just been like, oh, my God, that would have been so awestruck and crazy. Um, and they already showed a scene like that. Why would they give away a second scene like Yeah, I that? know. It's very similar to uh, the whole shark-eating scene, um, maybe just to... I don't know. That's an interesting dinosaur. We've never seen an aquatic dinosaur like that in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, what is that thing even capable of if it gets on land? Like, wouldn't you just love to see that thing just, like, jump out of the water and bite Indominus Rex's <laughs> head off or something and drag it into the water? Yeah. Although I still want to see uh, the T-Rex still do something really awesome. And then there's still the, the freaking Velociraptors. Maybe the uh, T-Rex comes up and finishes the Indominus Rex if it's all injured. And that's kind of like how it messes it up. I still want the T-Rex to be the like the king again. Uh, no, nah, well, the, the Indominus Rex is supposed to be more badass. Yeah. I, I didn't like how they threw in the new dinosaur in Jurassic Park 3, the Spinosaurus, mm-hmm. out of nowhere mm-hmm. and tried to make us like believe it was more badass. Mm-hmm. But this dinosaur is meant to be more badass. Mm-hmm. They even say in the trailer, it's bigger than a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's cool. But, I mean, that was the other thing, though. In Jurassic Park 3, they really tried to push Spinosaurus on you. Not just because it was in, like, the movie the whole time and it was, like, the star. But they even went as far as changing the logo of Jurassic Park. They got rid of the T-Rex skeleton and they made it a Spinosaurus skeleton. Which, thank God, in this new movie, they're like, maybe we shouldn't piss off the fan base. Let's bring back the T-Rex. Yeah, no. T-Rex is a very smart idea. The T-Rex has got to be the king because they understand what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they're going to shit all over the T-Rex. So I'm not. But, uh, you know, I loved it. Um, I didn't appreciate the humor uh, in that one scene that they showed, that one clip. I think it worked a little funnier in the uh, the trailer with the whole, you know, they got to eat. They got to hunt. They got to. You know, just, you don't like Star Wars or Star Lord's humor? No, I think he's probably the best part of the entire movie. The the one human character that I'm really looking forward to seeing the most. There's Bryce Dallas Howard, which is uh, I believe uh, um, what's his name, Ron Howard's daughter. Uh-huh. I think that's actually his daughter, which makes sense. She's a redhead. Yeah. Um. You know, I I just I'm not getting a lot from her and the other human characters. She looks you know? like a direct ripoff of uh, what was that character's name in the original? The old man that started Jurassic Park. Uh, John Hammond? Yeah. She's, she's basically a female... She's the reincarnation. Less interesting version of John Hammond. Yeah, and there is no... John Hammond was funny because he was so incredibly enthusiastic about things. He had his whole Irish accent going for him. Yeah. You know, and no matter what happened, he would always try to think, oh, no, we can fix it. It's all good. Yeah. You know, spared no expense. Spared count, no expense. Count how many times he says that. Actually, make that into a drinking game. Every single time he says that, take a big drink. Yeah. And the, the other thing is, uh, I think that they're bringing everyone back in a different sort of carnation, you know, than the uh, old film, but they don't have the, um, 
uh what is it the uh what are who are the people that dig up the bones i always forget yeah archaeologists they're not bringing them back because they don't need to because they're not in the beginning stages yeah. anymore i mean at this point in the story like jurassic world has uh, been open for a couple of years yeah so uh other trailer batman vs superman oh man dude this, real official this trailer. uh this came out on friday um almost did a reaction to it but uh i was i was watching the trailer with a friend and it was awesome there's barely anything they show you know um i think my favorite thing about the trailer though was just getting to hear batman's voice that was the one thing i was most interested and in. it wasn't that crazy no, it it's wasn't. much more conservative mm-hmm. than uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman. A lot more. But it still has, yes. like, that gruffness to it. I mean, that final line, you know, is just so freaking badass. Like, do gods bleed? Do you do bleed? Yeah. You will. It's so uh, Frank Miller. It's <laughs> it a is. Frank Miller sort of line. And that know? makes sense, too, because this movie's taking an ass load of inspiration from The Dark Knight Returns. Well, DC knows what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Or they've looked at Marvel, and they said, look, they're pretty much taking you know everything from a lot of the stories from the uh, comic books and just sort of bringing them to life a lot like why i think 300 was so successful because that movie is almost storyboarded from the graphic mm, novel it looks a lot like it too yeah it's, which is a it's, huge accomplishment and so i feel like they're not gonna be like you know we'll get the name but instead he'll be a plumber you know like they're not gonna do that <laughs> now they're just gonna follow it to the t and it also looks like batman has uh, or not batman but um superman has like a following and then there's also a whole lot of people saying it's like this like whole religious organization that's like brought up around Superman. Yeah. Remember that one shot where he like he drops down into this corridor and there are these like military soldier looking guys and they have Superman emblems on their arms. Like they like, follow the Superman world government or yeah, something. Yeah, like that's that's kind of different. That's unlike something that I've ever seen before. But it makes sense. If a dude showed up that powerful, people would think he was oh, a god. People would think he's Jesus. Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course superman doesn't want that no. you know that's not his thing mm-hmm. uh because he doesn't really care about being powerful he just he actually probably sees it more as a burden mm-hmm. i think that's because he has he always feels so responsible about using his power correctly mm-hmm. and uh you even hear i think neil degrasse tyson talking about like how this changes everything because we know there's aliens now you know and like that's so appropriate that'd having... be so if they actually got him to do like yeah. a line for the movie like oh, that my... adds a little bit of science credibility to the movie i, know, maybe? We got... I don't know well and he's just so did you ever see his show um cosmos the oh, reboot yeah. of cosmos it's yeah. great mm-hmm. i really recommend the episode of cosmos where they explain the history of dogs and how humans have engineered dogs from wolves, everything down to shit zoos mm-hmm. and like uh, I almost useless said, pomeranians, Easter pomeranian, or like, like the ones my neighbor has, oh my or God, uh, or French bulldogs, which are actually abominations that mm. shouldn't even exist. They and, struggle to breathe. Yeah, and they have to be C-sectioned out of their parents because they can't be born naturally. <laughs> Let's get back to Batman and anyway, Superman. The point is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Cosmos, the dog episode, great one. Check it out. It's on Netflix, mm. so uh, it's if you got that, you can watch it. Uh, yeah, Batman Superman. Um, Again, also one of the coolest fights in the animated series was Batman Superman when Batman has the uh, power suit Mm -hmm. and they fight and they're bringing back the power suit in this movie. Mm -hmm. It looks good. Um, I'm just going to wait for that. There's too much. I don't even want to look at that movie until like the end of 2015. Mm. And I mean, there's still so much more. They haven't shown us anything. In fact, I'm willing to bet a large chunk of that trailer, especially the first part where they're slowly panning up to the big statue of uh, Superman, which says false God on it. I don't even think that's going to be in the movie. I think that was created just for this trailer, just to build up so that they could throw that dialogue over it and then just show us a few scenes that they've actually finished in the movie. Uh, some things that are kind of interesting. I'm trying to hear uh, Eisenberg's Luther throughout the entire trailer, and I can't tell if he's in it or not or if he's saying anything because um, he's obviously going to be one of the big villains. Lex Luthor is arguably, no, there's no arguing about it. He is the biggest Superman villain of all time. Yeah. Um, so I really can't wait to see how he's going to do that. I'm really apprehensive though. Cause he's, he's a little guy. Well, he's that's a little guy. You know? It's funny because, uh, I saw this hilarious sort of Batman meme on the internet and it was, uh, Batman standing there and then it had like paragraph of text behind him. He's like, everyone says I can't beat Superman because I'm just a normal human with gadgets, but Superman's biggest rival is a human with gadgets. <laughs> it, it is kind of contradicting. Isn't yeah, it? it is. You know, I mean, Lex Luthor has used many of the tools that Batman has used. Like, the whole power suit idea, like that happened in the uh, the Dark Knight Returns comic and in the uh, animated film where he got help from Arrow, uh, who used this arrow made out of kryptonite to uh, to hit Clark Kent. 
And uh, that combined with his super suit is how he beat him. And Lex Luthor pretty much does the exact same thing. He uses like a kryptonite powered like super suit. Yeah, when Kevin Spacey him stabs him, shanks him with it. Uh, let's kryptonite. not bring up Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is such a good actor. I wish that he was He is a better. good actor. And you know what? He didn't even do a bad job. In fact, he was doing a great Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor, uh-huh. which is, you know, what he was trying to go for, which it worked in that context. But this is uh, the newest version of Lex Luthor we're going to have to see. But he, they don't even show him in the trailer. Uh, there's a few shots of Batman, that one where he's coming out from behind the rubble, and he just looks so freaking jacked. He's so huge in that shot, man. He looks so awesome and intimidating. Uh, I still love the bat suit. It's probably my favorite bat suit I've seen in a movie thus far. It um, does look good. Mm-hmm. It does look good. I Like I said, there's so much coming out this year. I almost don't have any more excitement to give yeah, for no. these Luckily, movies. Luckily, this doesn't come out until 2016. That's what I'm saying. I don't even want to look at this movie or get pumped about it till like the end of this year. But it guarantees that 2016, I think, is going to be just as entertaining as this year. Because, I mean, not only do we have that, we still have another new Star Wars spinoff. We have the new Deadpool movie that's going to be coming out. And a few other surprises. So, just... Damn, Batman versus Superman, the hype is real. There's also one shot in the trailer that is very, very hard to miss, and it is another reference to The Dark Knight Returns, which basically, once I saw that, I was like, okay, they are definitely just adapting straight from that comic at this point. Tell me uh, about There's it. a scene where they show Batman standing on a rooftop. Okay. And if you... The gun thing. The gun. But what is that? Yes, that's actually a grappling gun. It's not like a typical gun. It's going to shoot a, a cable wire. This is something that happened in the Dark Knight Return comics, which even while reading that for the first time, I was like, what the hell is Batman doing with a freaking rifle? So he just puts it, he's like going to shoot it from across these buildings and go across the way because that's just the way Batman does things. Um, But again, that, that, the super suit that he's using, everything, the glowing white eyes, him fighting against Superman in the rain, like everything is just so much the Dark Knight Returns here basically being adapted. Okay, so here's something else I wanted to bring up. Disney has released their movie release schedule for 2015 to 2017. And it is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, okay, we got Ant-Man. We got the Star Wars Force Unleashed. We have The Jungle Book. We Wait, have what? The Jungle Book is coming out again. Alice. Again. Alice. It, do you know if it's uh, animated or live action? No, I don't know any of that. Okay. Yeah, I could probably Google it. Because there has been a live action Jungle Book. Yes, there has. Mm-hmm. They always suck, though. The, the cartoon ones. I like that one. It had Brandon Lee in it. Nah. <laughs> The real-life George of the Jungle is way better. Ah. <laughs> anyway, then we got Alice with the subtitle, your favorite, Through the Looking Glass. Yes! <laughs> yeah! And there's one called the BFG, the big fucking gun. Is, uh, is another Alice in Wonderland movie needed? No, it's not. I mean, didn't they just do one with Johnny Depp a couple years ago, which sucked major balls? Speaking of Johnny Depp, 2017 Pirates of the Caribbean. Ugh, don't care. Another one. <laughs> uh, I, I'm so burnt out on Pirates of the Caribbean. When I want my pirate fix, I go to One Piece. Yeah, that's true. You know. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is coming out. Ooh, that's going to be so controversial with ScarJo yeah. uh, as a major Matoko Kusanagi, although they'll probably just change your name to something a little more American. Peter's Dragons is another one. I don't know if that's... Oh, uh, that's a remake. Of, is it? Uh, I don't know of, what that uh, one was. The old Disney movie called Pete's Dragon. Oh, which, I remember that. Yeah, it was like a yeah. combination of live action and uh, animation. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Jesus. There's, <laughs> there's almost nothing original coming out of here. Um, finding, uh, did, how about what? this one for original? Toy Story 4? <laughs> they're actually making that? Yep. They're Man, making Toy Story 3 was the perfect way to end that whole series, and they're actually going to keep milking it. Yep, going to milk it good. Man, it is Disney. Tim Allen needs something to do. Yeah, know? I guess. He doesn't That's have... true. What the fuck does Tim <laughs> Allen do aside from Toy Story? You know, Tim Allen got famous on, uh, 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 what was that show? Uh, home Improvement. Home Improvement. He got famous on that show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tool time, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, but he, back when he was a comedian, got arrested for selling cocaine. Like, that's... Uh-huh. What- <laughs> <laughs> bond out of jail Being a 90s kid is awesome i know well like he was a badass dude that was a coke dealer and did comedy and then he just got sucked into doing sitcoms and never never came back like what is he supposed to do like come back and do comedy about how it sucks when your ferrari breaks Tim down Allen's a bad motherfucker man he used to sling rocks and shit <laughs> sling like, rocks and do stand up saying that about tim allen you know just reminding like that guy's buzz light here yeah to buzz light and beyond yeah after a line 
He likes some space rocks. Yeah, we um, got a wow. I didn't even know Galaxy they were doing Quest. Enough. If you like Tim Allen, watch Galaxy Quest. I that's love probably it. yeah. That's such an underrated movie. That's it's a so great movie. Stupid, but it's funny. by Brackthaw's Hammer, whatever that is. <laughs> you know, Snape is out there killing it. But it really is a good representation, <laughs> like though, of like uh, what those big comic conventions and stuff are like, though, and like the, that's the, like a the Star super Trek. Jaded, yeah, like, that, uh, I don't think actors. they're like that anymore. Mm-hmm. They used to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the age of social media and stuff like they they know everyone's you know. a nerd now yeah being a nerd's almost borderline really fucking cool now mm-hmm. so you know and uh oh kind of sucks beauty kinda and takes the, beast. Away the uniqueness of being a geek live action beauty and the beast is coming out mm. so basically they're taking all of their old animated classics and now making them into live action yes we already had what cinderella that came out a couple months ago yes and now... my girlfriend loved that movie i didn't go see it with her but mm. she did and she fucking loved it yeah, she, she loved it mm. also uh what else is coming out there there's a ton of fucking this films is here disney like, disney's gonna own for the next two years no problem mm-hmm. uh here you read some of these and tell me what you think okay it, there's actually know. more of them wow that's crazy see if you, okay uh, re- um so re- i'm just gonna kind of go through each of them right now uh, you, we you have, seem uh, to know them better than I yeah do. avengers age of ultron obviously inside out that's the brand new pixar movie um which is all about what goes on in people's heads Okay. Have you seen anything on that? No. All right. Um, it might be interesting because it's Pixar and they always do things that are they kind rock of interesting. It. You know, they're gold yeah. standard. And it's not, uh, you know, a car sequel or anything, so it's uh, probably going to be pretty good. They made one about airplanes. Those movies, the reason they make those, kids love those movies. Yeah. They love talking cars. Um, but Inside Out actually does look kind of good. Um, it's got some really big actors working on it. Um, and it just, it looks like something unlike anything that I've ever seen. Um, we have uh, Ant-Man, Tomorrowland, which is, uh, of course, based on the classic Disney ride. Yeah. Um, we have The Good Dinosaur. Apparently, Disney's making another dinosaur movie of some kind. Uh, you already mentioned Jungle Book. Zootopia. I don't even know what the half this shit is. Zootopia, Maybe. The Finest Hours, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Finding... What is BFG? Is that really... The big is fun. Disney making big fucking gun? <laughs> <laughs> I never expected them to Live make Live action it. Doom game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pete's Dragon, that really surprises me. I can't wait to see if they're actually going to try and go the traditional old school route and try to make the dragon actually animated, or if they're just going to do, like, CG animation. Well, which CG's not They're that hard probably anymore. going to do, but... That's what was so unique. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I loved, uh, it kind of reminded me like the whole Roger Rabbit thing, how they include animation with live actors. Yep, yep. But it's not CG, it's like cartoon. Um, I really like that. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I'm not really shocked it's by that. It's got Emma Watson as uh, Belle, you know, from Harry Potter. Really? And it's got, uh, oh, who's the guy that's going to play Beast? I forgot his name. Mm. Anyway. We'll Should be Ron Howard. Ron Howard. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Make him a big red-headed beast. No, that's gross. <laughs> I love that I was able to bring up Ron Howard again. Um, we also have a Ghost in the Shell, which... That's a, wait, wait, wait. Now, here's, now, here's the thing. It's a DreamWorks movie. It's not a Disney movie. But Disney owns DreamWorks. Um, but Disney owns DreamWorks. So, so it's a Disney movie. if you guys ever thought that a Ghost in the Shell movie was going to come out and be distributed by Disney... That makes no sense. Well, Just saying that makes no sense. Here's the thing you have to remember about Disney. Disney is not the Mickey Mouse company. They're an entertainment company that happens to own Mickey Mouse. Like, mm. they just sort of have that label of this, like... They're also the people that made the girls that made Spring Breakers, okay? Mm, that's true. <laughs> you know? They know but, I mean, Ghost up. in the Shell's like, that's some pretty heavy material. That's hardcore shit. And... You know, there's just, there's no way they're going to be able to do it justice. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. I don't know, man. They made Marvel good. They made DC good. Yeah, but this know? is a, this is a Japanese property. You know, we'll ScarJo is playing ScarJo's a girl like the named... only person I could imagine, though. Yeah, but it. she's playing a girl named Matoko Kusanagi. Exactly. Like, of course just... you know that. You fucking never forget It's Ghost name. in the Shell. It's one of the most classic anime of all time. Yeah. Major Kusanagi. She's majorly awesome. Um, But yeah, there's, God, there's so many freaking movies That's coming out. That's just the next two now, years. Now, the funny thing is, a lot of these movies, I'm not going to see half of them. No. You know, a lot of these are obviously, you know, for younger audiences, for yes. kids. I don't think I'm going to be in line to see Jungle Book or the Good Alice Dinosaur. or, uh, you know, Finding Dory or anything. I'm going um, to see Finding Dory. Uh, I'll see it if it's on TV. The only Pixar movie I think I would even want to see in theaters is that new one called uh, Inside Out. Um, which I think just looks clever. Um, it sounds like the beginning of a mu- uh, musical, like Footloose. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, it just, but it looks good though. I like it. I like the concept of it. But yeah, God, ass load of movies coming out. Yep. Also, uh, viewer requests. We had one which viewer was talking requests. about the history of us and yeah. what we do. I don't really want to spend too much time with this, but I don't mm-hmm. mind talking about it. Yeah. 
Corey and I met our sophomore year, freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. and uh, we weren't like best friends then, but we were sort of acquaintances. And then I asked you to come to my 16th birthday party. And you said, "Fuck it, I'll use this guy for a free trip to Six Flags." That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then we became friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very antisocial at the beginning of my high school year. I had like two friends, and everybody else was just like, "You're an asshole." You're a dick. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I guess fast forwarding to this channel, we always would call each other whenever we would uh, when the new chapters or manga chapters would come out, either One Piece or Naruto, mostly Naruto, and we'd have like thirty minute conversations about it. Like it was a routine. Like if the chapters came out at eight in the morning, we would go to our college classes, and then by eleven, once we got out, we'd just call each other and talk about it. And I was like. Why don't we just record these conversations and put them on the internet? Mm -hmm. We had no idea anyone else was doing this. Sawyer started like three months before us. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this was still a really new thing when we started it. Sawyer started three months uh, before us. Never started three months after us. Never World. Like we just thought we we came up with it. Like Mm -hmm. literally independently, we thought we came up with it. Mm -hmm. And so we just started doing it. And then fast forward to now, we have the studio. And everything's working out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of the, the cliff note versions. Yeah. I mean, you know? we, we've done a video on this before. We've talked yeah. about it in length before. Um, I'll try and find that video. I'll put a link for it in the description box. Because did we, we make go, a video uh, about it or did we just add it to a video once? No, we did like a big like uh, channel Q&A. update. A channel Q&A. update Q&A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I remember that. Yeah. And so that's that. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, pretty much what happened mm-hmm. with that, you know. And uh, Corey has learned a lot since then. You know now how to edit. And yeah. shoot video. Edit. And I can put explosions in videos. Uh, just today, my Ninja Slayer review, I put over 10 explosions <laughs> in the review. <laughs> I'm surprised that, that that isn't like blowing up. That one doesn't have that many views. Ninja yet. Slayer is uh, it's a hit or miss kind of show, I think, for some people. Especially after the first episode, I think they're going to be a little burned by it. Um, which will lead a lot of people to not even want to look at the second episode. Um, but still. Yeah, yeah. it like, only has like 38 views. <laughs> Woo! 38! Woo! Yeah, compared to those a uh, couple thousand on the, the the other One Piece, we worked know. so much harder on that review too. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I put a lot of work into those explosions, but uh, still, it, it doesn't even matter if I don't get the views on it. You know, the real reason that I even do this channel and that we did it in the first place is it's a great way to express our fandom of anime and to just talk about it and have an outlet because. As much as I am in anime, I only have a few friends who are really into it. So in the there's real only life. so many yeah, so yeah. there's only so many people that I can actually talk to about it without sounding like a friggin' like crazy person. And YouTube gives me like You're saying that... you can't talk about one piece at like Thanksgiving dinner with your family? Hell no. <laughs> they don't even you know, I say three names and you're just like, Whatever, pass the damn potatoes. You know? Um this just it gives me an excuse to talk about it a little bit more and express my fandom and uh, really that's why I like the YouTube page so much. And of course interacting with you guys is great. Uh, hearing other people's opinions about things um you know it's just it's just a fun thing to do it's a really great hobby yeah and the other thing is uh you know i'm in the film community in atlanta and you know i have my own production company here and uh the point is that all my other friends are like oh i'm gonna start a youtube channel and no one ever does Mm -hmm. and we've been doing this for four plus years Mm -hmm. and you know we're looking at almost eight million total views and Mm -hmm. like everything like that almost twenty thousand subscribers and all it takes is showing up every day. Mm-hmm. I'm as good as I am with a camera because I've shot so many videos here. You know, like if you don't show up in practice, you'll never do it. And if you don't show up and deliver every week at a certain time, you will never build an audience. And know this too. If you're starting out for the first time at the beginning, you suck. And there's you nothing suck. wrong with that. You suck. You're awful. You're not going to be able to do anything good at first, but that's okay. You're going to be because... in your head. You're going to think, Am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a big response right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even us, sometimes I wonder why we don't get as many views as the guys we started alongside. Sometimes. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm confounded at having seventeen thousand subscribers and never getting at least ten thousand on every video. Yeah, like you know, what's that, going on that with blows that? my mind. And while you know, um, and it, not in a jealous way, but like for Neverworld and Sawyer, they like pull in massive views, mm-hmm. and we don't. And and I'm not going to say our videos are better, but I do think our production value is higher because mm-hmm. we're we've gotten away from webcams mm-hmm. and onboard audio on computers, and we now have like off. You know, we have real microphones, mm-hmm. like like the podcast here. We uh, we try to you know put in graphics and things like that. We don't just record and upload. Mm-hmm. We got away from that too. We also edit every one of our videos mm-hmm. and have intros, outros, and we still don't get as many views as them. But I don't mind that because I know the people that do watch us like what we do mm-hmm. and they me, like us for us and we're not doing it to be the most popular no 
and uh, if anything, I congratulate the guys' success that mm-hmm. uh, you know are pulling in ma- massive views. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, I remember when uh, Double Four Anime was just starting out, and he was just like, he's he's a nice guy. He was. He was always annoying, and like he would always ask me for advice and stuff like that. And we'd talk on Skype. And now uh, he dwarfs us. Now he dwarfs. He us. dwarfs us in views, and, and we review practically the same stuff. And but he also has this like rapid fire style. Yeah. This YouTube style, which is not our style. No, we will know? not. And, do we are, and we're like... not going to try to emulate that either. No. Um, again, if you're going to do this, go your own route, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Try to come up with your own little catchphrases. You know, little things that will get stuck in people's head. Like almost every review. I say the rundown. That gets stuck in people's head. People comment people, on that. People expect that. You know, like, stay dandy, baby. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's really important. We had this one catchphrase that sort of sucked, which we still use time to time, is we're out. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to say I've that abandoned thing. that one. You've abandoned it? Yeah, completely. But it, but it, was, it stuck around for like three years. Mm-hmm. We did it for a while. And, uh, you know, those things, you're just going to develop your own style as you go. Mm-hmm. But the number one thing I can do is say stay consistent. Uh, keep after it. Take care of your fans, comment to people that leave comments on your videos and uh, create other things like your Facebook and Twitter pages mm-hmm. and keep up with people that way. And don't be a douchebag to your fans. They're, they're your, they're your lifeblood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, also don't expect be prepared. To get... They're going to call you out all the time. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to try to make you feel like shit. You're going to have <laughs> trolls all up in your ass. That's Corey knows his ass is full of them. Oh my God. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, but the, the point is you're going to get death threats for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember Sawyer saying he had to, he had a big problem because someone said they were threatening him and like what they were going to do to him and stuff like death threats and shit. Yeah. Like, dude, I've gotten up. comments. People are like, you should go slit your, slit your throat and walk out in the middle of the street and just <laughs> die. And it's just like, I guess you didn't like this week's chapter of Naruto. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Like it, I don't even know how to respond to that. And half the time I'm just like, eh, you're banned motherfucker. Or you're deleted. You know, yeah. I try to keep as much positivity on the channel. As I possible. will say, I think our channel is one of the most positive. That's mm. something maybe it doesn't have the most views. That is something is. I am proud of. Like yeah. we'll have a video that will get hundreds of thumbs up and maybe like two, five downs. That makes me so excited because that means there's a lot of people who actually like it. And the only people who are thumbing it down are usually just trolls who don't like us. That, which will just come by just to thumb down, yeah, not based just, on the content yeah, just at doing all. The, oh, I don't like Super Kami. Thumb down. Yeah. You know, that's just what they do. And that doesn't bother us. No, I'm not losing sleep over it. Nah, <laughs> no. And I just remember also like the way I, I still love this channel. Mm-hmm. I just don't freak out about it anymore like mm-hmm. i have a way of understanding what is to be expected but mm-hmm. like when we were starting man like every thumb down every mean comment made me like almost lose sleep yeah but like now i've have a little more tougher skin and resistance to oh yeah thing. yeah that stuff doesn't even really bother me anymore yeah no no so. doesn't at all so i'm very happy with the channel let's get to awkward imger readings dun 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 the final segment of today's amazing show. I want awkward someone I want someone to cut together all of our awkward Imgur readings and uh but don't upload it. I want to upload it to our channel, but if someone wants to cut that together for us, go for it. I'd love to have that on our channel. I'll credit you as the editor and if you have a YouTube channel, I'll send them to you. Uh, I'll send people to your channel. So, think about it. Okay. Um well, we're going to go ahead and start these awkward Imgur readings. I'm going to go ahead and begin one today. One second, one second, one second. Let me uh, w- open mine so I can follow along. Okay. <laughs> We always have these pre-saved and ready to go. Uh, yeah. Christian always likes to pick out the ones he yeah. thinks are funniest. So you, are you got the Kanye start? first? It's definitely Kanye. Yeah. All right, so here we go. We have uh, Kanye West with this goofy-ass smile on his face. It goes to three <laughs> different pictures. But he says, when the, bitch you... <laughs> when the bitch you was consistently smashing for a few months introduces you to her boyfriend. And he starts out kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, and it just completely demonstrate like whoever's taking this picture just it must have been going really really quick capturing every single one of those emotions yeah. That's i love this next one Corey. this one blows my mind okay, okay. Now, open, this is, this open is... question how to get youtube uh come film you okay uh i've been calling calling and calling youtube <laughs> like crazy for them to come film some videos for me but they won't come. I do not understand how other people get their videos on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube needs to come film me because I have some funny things to show the internet. <laughs> That's how it works, right, Corey? YouTube comes and helps you do everything. Yeah, you just got to send them a couple thousand emails and they'll come to your house. Someone does not know. Tyler V don't know shit about YouTube. Okay. Okay, next shot. Um, it's this uh, half-human, half-bulldog-looking creature. <laughs> it's a, When you used to be hard as fuck, 
but now you're a family man. Oh, you started off as a big badass Doberman retriever, and then you transform into a slowly sinking bulldog. Yes, with fanny packs. With fanny packs. Yeah. Okay, this is a real life. What someone's face would look like if they get hit by a blaster. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that is, you know, that 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 probably makes amazing cosplay. You know, I'm sure there's been it before. I'm sure there's been zombie stormtroopers. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, sure that exists somewhere yeah, but on the that internet. That looks so creepy and realistic. You know, obviously they aren't going to show that in any of the new Disney movies. Nope. And they certainly didn't show it in any of the old Star Wars movies. But look, movies. if you got hit with a laser, you'd be pretty fucked up. Yeah, that really shows the extent of the damage. Whenever you get shot in a laser in Star Wars, you just sort of fall over. Some sparks fly. It turns yeah, into Power you Rangers. You might have a, a bruise, Power Rangers, you know. I mean, even Luke Skywalker was shot in the hand once in Return of the Jedi, but he's fine. Uh, all right, so here we go. All right, this next one's a little weird. Uh, it's a Facebook people, post with uh, everyone's. Some yeah. people were blocked out. It's a Facebook post. Um, this woman is saying, uh, was just trapped on the escalator for hours, and the power went out. Uh, to which someone replied, why didn't you just walk down the escalator? Because <laughs> uh, it stopped working. An escalator is just moving steps. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it is. LOL, did you mean elevator? No, an escalator. <laughs> Oh, God. Temporarily he, stairs. Yeah. <laughs> the Mitch Hedberg <laughs> the joke. The Mitch Hedberg classic joke. Okay, here's a good comic All right, we book. have a little uh, comic here. Uh, we have a, it looks like a father and his son. Uh, Papa, if I told you I was gay, will you still love me? And then the father says, don't be silly, Sydney. You were an accident. I never loved you. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, oh, he's, oh, he's so sort of sad at the end. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. We got Michael Jordan. About to uh, plug something into the socket here. About to sink it in. When you're about to get nudes and you're only on 1%. <laughs> Going for it, man. Oh, oh the desperation there. Oh, yeah, love the funny. classic Jordan. All right, here we have another cartoon. Looks like from the same creator here. Yes, um, yes. Uh, man and a woman at the bus stop. Man says, uh, when's it due, ma'am? I'm not pregnant, you cheeky prick bastard. I mean the bus, he said. Who the hell would fuck you? <laughs> These are definitely comics you have to see in order to believe. Um, all they'll, right. They'll be on. Okay, Corey, the next two are actually something I want. It's actually a discussion. Okay. Because uh, here's here's the uh, the way they looked at, like, the, the light side and the dark yeah, side the of the Jedi Force. the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, so let's read the Jedi side uh, okay. first. Uh, there is no emotion. There is peace. Uh, then let's look at the Sith side, to which they say, peace is a lie. There is only passion. There's going to be extreme juxtapositions. Yes, each other. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, there is no ignorance. There is knowledge. Through passion, I gain strength. Okay. Uh, there is no passion. There is serenity. Str- through strength, I gain power. There is no chaos. There is harmony. Through power, I gain victory. There is no death. There is the force. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall set me free. Okay. Now, with with that in mind, someone took that and created the gray side. If you see below that, go down to the next one, and there's, like... The Grey Jedi Code. Okay. Uh, there is no dark side, nor a light side. Okay. Uh, there is only the Force. I will do what I must to keep the balance. The balance is what keeps me together. There is no good without evil, but evil must not be allowed to flourish. There is passion, yet emotion. Serenity, yet peace. Chaos, yet order. I am the wielder of the flame, the protector of balance. I am the holder of the torch, lighting the way. I am the keeper of the flame, soldier of the balance. I am the guardian of balance. I am a gray Jedi. So this this made me think. I was like, why is there no one who can use the Force that hasn't decided to be a Sith or a Jedi? Mm-hmm. And that actually made me think, well, because they need a good guy and a bad guy in the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I felt like, why can't someone be Force-sensitive? And not be evil, but yet not so much so they want to be fucking galaxy peacekeeper. Like a like a There, there have been characters like that in the Star Wars galaxy. In the books? Uh in the books, the expanded video games, there's this old video game series called Jedi Outcast, uh-huh. which has this character by the name of Kyle Katarn, who is a former Jedi. He used to be a Jedi, but he quit. But he still knows how to use force sensitive abilities and he can still use a lightsaber. But he doesn't he's not evil and he's not good either. He just sort of, you know, does He's the gray does. side? Yeah, he is the gray, uh, the gray side of the Jedi. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we have a strip club cash cannon. All right. I love this this description. All right. It, so it looks like one of those uh, guns that shoots money, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, don't just make it rain at the strip club. Make it tropical storm with this quick dispensing cash cannon. Built for speed and performance, this baby will shoot your entire life savings all over the dance floor in record times as you make the worst decision of your life. 
YOLO! YOLO! <laughs> Only $60. It's amazing that there are companies that <laughs> make money by making something that shoots money. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. All right, now we really do have the epicness of all the movies we have here. <laughs> so we have Star Wars, Avengers, Jurassic World, Batman vs. Superman, Deadpool, and Terminator Genesis, and they all say, please don't fuck up this wonderful moment. Yes. And I agree. This really is the perfect picture to show like all of the amazing things that are going to be happening over the course of the next year, year and a half. Just, ugh, awesome. Yes, I and that's it. it. And that's it! That yeah. was Awkward Imgur Readings. Make sure to check out Imgur if you want to waste lots of time. Yes, it's great. It's great, guys. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast or watching or however you're consuming. You know, we enjoy making the tiny bones within your ears vibrate with our voices. Mm. We really do. That's mm. a very scientific way to say thank you mm. for listening. Don't say you didn't learn anything. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, uh, thank you for watching. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, donate to the podcast if you like it. We appreciate it. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Honestly, we have things now that cost money every month, so it helps. Uh, and um, check out our Amazon link. You can shop on Amazon, and every time you buy something, it helps us out. Um, that's about it. What else you got, Corey? That's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Just check out our page, support our channel, share it with all your friends and all that jazz. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much, and stay dandy, baby. <laughs>